Hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. Let's do some pod crashing. Episode number 280 is with Kenny Curtis and Jillian Hughes from the podcast Geeking Out. We're doing great, Arrow. Hello. I'll tell you what, I'm so proud of the two of you for, for releasing this book. And the reason why is because the mythology of podcasting, way back in the 1980s, it started with writing and then it became the <laughs> podcast. So to see the two of you doing a book and a podcast together, you are living out the mythology. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank yes, you. We're, we're trying to try. <laughs> Kenny, what what is it about mythology that you like? Because I mean, I we had it in school, but I don't hear a lot of kids talking about it these days. And it's like, oh, we need books like this to get that engine going again. Well, you know, it's storytelling, isn't it? I mean, that's that's what it all comes down to. These myths were originally told as stories, and then. Homer and Hesiod and a few other folks decided somebody should write these things down, and and that's how it got going. Uh, We're just thrilled because I think the Greek mythology that I grew up with, I was kind of a, you know, a D&D Dragonster before it was cool, (laughs) and and I read the the Edith Hamilton book, and I thought it was really fascinating and really cool. I love those, the the original stories of of Greek mythology, but I think what's great about them uh, is that they are still so incredibly relevant to today. These archetypes, these characters, you can see, you can look at Hades and see Darth Vader. Yeah. You can look at Athena and see Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? You can see how these characters and these archetypes have existed in storytelling and in stories for so long. Uh, and, and I think it makes them relatable uh, in a completely different way. Um, even in the world of AI, where so many stories are borrowing from other mm-hmm. stories and, you know, and how everything is sort of a derivative of something else, it's so cool to go back to the original source material and, and feel a connection to that. And I think kids really get that. Now, Julian, when it, uh, speaking of seeing things, what about the Oracle of Wi-Fi? Because so many people love this feature on the podcast. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she's a great character, isn't she? Um, it's so much fun to write uh, for her. Yeah, she was originally created as a way to sort of um, call out some nonfiction facts, um, offer some commentary, sort of be uh, an educational component um, that National Geographic Kids is known for in their books and stuff of having these little sidebar characters. And when we were doing the podcast, we wanted to bring that to life and we did that with the oracle of wi-fi and then you know after after writing for her for a couple of seasons she just became some a sort of character uh you know she has a uh, passion for snakes and she likes to joke with kenny so she's just become this uh the sassy uh <laughs> little know-it-all kind of and it's been so fun and it's been great to see that brought life in the book as well with the illustrations and her commentary on the side so it's been it's been fun she's a great character for sure one of the favorite things in here kenny you know you can eat like a greek i mean this is more than just mythology i mean it really does get into you know what what you know so kids can go oh wow i've got that i can eat like the greek there's one that's uh sort of about Olympic events and, and athletics. And there's another one that has, we actually have a, con, a table of contents that has all the gods in yes. it. I mean, there's so much extra information that, that if a kid wants to really do a deep dive, they can, they can get that in the margins of the same page. And that's actually what inspired the Oracle of Wi-Fi. They wanted to come up with a, an, an audio way to provide those same kinds. Jillian turned it on its head and, and gave it a, a, a voice and a life.
Now, Jillian, one of the things that's pretty cool about it is is the fact that moms and dads are going to have to explain that Hercules the goat, because they're going to go, no, 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 not that kind of a goat. We're talking about greatest of all time, are we not? Yes, that is correct. So I think we actually make that same uh, joke in the podcast. We got the goat <laughs> noise sound effect. So yeah, we try really hard to to make it relevant by using those you know those expressions. The what you know what the, what the kids are saying today. We sort of merge it into today's culture. Um, it has been has been. Yeah, I mean it. It kind of is. There's so much of this that is relevant to today's world and. You know, uh, I, I say this a lot, but the Greek gods themselves are really, really um, human-like. They yeah. kind of mirror the human experience. It's not like it's not God-like. Oh, this benevolent, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving being. Greek gods are petty, mean, jealous, <laughs> arrogant, and those are the and those are the nice ones. You know what I mean? And so you have to really understand that the human experience is about a total person. And when you when you look at that, you look at your heroes, and you see your, even your heroes make bad choices sometimes it helps you relate to you feel more connected to the stories Jillian how about powerful women that's a good chapter because we are in that age right now where it's like you know bring the women forward show how strong they are yeah absolutely um yeah and there are so many powerful women in these stories um and like Atalanta we got Athena Hera um yeah there's no shortage of strong female characters in here and it's been great. It's been so fun to bring them forward and to sort of give them a voice. Um, and there are times where we have to um, kind of explain their point of view a little bit. Men have dominated the stories for so long. Um, but it's cool. It's just, I mean, look at the Amazon tribe of female women. Like, there's just, there's lots of powerful, strong uh, ladies taking Mount Olympus, uh, Mount Olympus by force. So that's been really great to bring them to the to the limelight. Kenny, one of the things that people are very active in, and that is sports. And and you've got a chapter here that's exactly that, you know, play like an Olympian. And here's the thing that, that the people are going to like. There are real pictures of real people in here for, for young readers to go, oh, we do that at school. Oh, I, you mean what? This is mythology? Right. Yeah. I mean, the kids can really relate to that. The illustrations are in this book are amazing by Javier Espila. It's, they're amazing. I love the fact that Nat Geo, of course, uses actual uh, images and real people. When it comes to the sporting event, I mean, the Olympics, this is something that, you know, is a, a Greek history. But it's also really cool just to understand, you know, why we run in a circle around a track, yeah. why a gymnasium is called a gymnasium. You know, this really... Uh, it's relevant history for kids and families. And the actual book itself, because, I mean, one of the things I talk about on iHeartRadio a lot is is that words on a page are my interpretation. Words in a podcast are your inflections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that. I think for me personally, that was the trickiest part of writing this book, is we wanted to stay true to the tone, to the spirit, and the essence of the podcast. Um, to that brand that, you know, the audience has come to know. But putting that into a physical book, um, you know, it was it was challenging. We had to make sure that it really translated the theme, that the humor, that the audience still yeah. felt like the Oracle was that same beloved character. Um, and I think, you know, we really managed to pull it off as best as we could and um, really make that 
that transition seamless. But then at the same time, we knew that there was going to be brand new readers who have never heard of the podcast. So we needed it to speak to them as well and not to feel like they were left out of all the um, endless inside jokes about the Oracle liking snakes, for instance. Um, So trying to make them feel like they're a unit, um, that they're an extension of one another, uh, was the challenge and the goal, and um, you know I hope that we that we did it well as well as we possibly could. Wow, you guys have got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. <laughs> thank you, Arrow. Thank you so much. Will you be brilliant today? Okay, you too. You too.